Welcome to the Love Your Naked Ass podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Riggins, certified health and life coach, holistic nutritionist, and self-empowerment aficionado. At the core of my being, I've known that I'm meant to change the world, one woman at a time. I believe that you hold the power to create your own reality in any area of your life by challenging your own thoughts and daring to rewrite the script. How do I know this? Because I'm living proof. I went from being a sexual assault victim who suffered from anorexia, body dysmorphia, and exercise bulimia, to a confident, outspoken coach and mentor who is helping women just like you make powerful transformations of their own. Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Love Your Naked Ass. Today, I'm switching it up and coming to you solo to talk about a topic that I am super passionate about, personal responsibility. So what is it? Why is it important? And how does personal responsibility change the game and ultimately your life? So let's dig in. Let's talk about what personal responsibility is first. So in my opinion, personal responsibility is truly the idea that we are accountable for our own actions and our own choices. It's about being proactive and taking charge of our lives instead of blaming other people or using our external circumstances as excuses or scapegoats for our problems. Now, I'm not gonna pretend that taking personal responsibility is easy. Listen, I understand that most of us are wired to complain. You hear it all the time, just open your ears. We blame, we shame, we complain, and we find external reasons really for our lack of success because we don't wanna take ownership. And I see this daily. As I've mentioned before, I run a small digital department for a local media company here in Pennsylvania. Our sales team essentially sells digital ads across the internet. And let me just say, we've been through a lot of changes, a lot of changes, just like most corporate America companies do, right? We were bought out, we were restructured, we were re-gold, and the list goes on and on and on. I could sit here and speak to you for an hour about all of the changes that have happened and all of the ways that potentially the company doesn't set us up for success. But the reality is this, the sales reps who are having success, irregardless of the external circumstances, understand personal responsibility. They know their job is to fill their pipeline with prospects and clients. That's what sales is. And without people to talk to, let's be honest, we don't make any money. So I also understand on the flip side that there are many people out there, including some of the sales reps that I work with, that would rather blame our management staff, the company's lack of direction, the high goals that we have to meet every month, every quarter, every year. and Then they'll use things like, we need a rebrand. We're not marketing our own services enough. You get the idea. The problem with this is, once we go down this path of the blame game, not only does it affect your effort, because if you're complaining, you don't have effort, right? You don't actually take action. When we're complaining and we're blaming others, we kind of wallow in that. We don't take action. It keeps us stuck. It keeps us stagnant. And what ends up happening is you find yourself hitting the same brick wall over and over and over again. We call that insanity. (laughs) And let's be clear, you usually don't find the results that you're looking for. Now, 
listen, I'm human, right? I am not sitting here and saying that I have this personal responsibility down 100% because I absolutely find myself complaining. The difference is that I'm aware of it and I know how to shift it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the, the ideas that have helped me shift out of this space. I obviously, using the example about the sales staff, I don't agree with everything that our company does. I don't. But here's what I know. I don't have control over what they do, how they act, or even the methods that they choose to run the business by. The only thing that I have control over is myself. And the things I have control over are these, right? I have control over my actions, my reactions, and my attitude, which some people would call mindset. That's it. So sure, listen, I am here to listen, and I believe that if you need to vent to get it off your chest, that it's healthy if you use it in the right manner. Scream and yell for a minute or two. I've always been a proponent of wallowing in your self-pity and having a pity party for yourself for a short period of time. Sometimes getting those negative emotions out and just vocalizing it is very helpful because it gets it out of your body and out of your energy field. And then you get to move forward. That is a choice. But you have to remember what you can control. And then you have to take action. That's key. You have to take action. So if something isn't working, then it's your responsibility to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself why. And then to change course or to change action. In this particular case, if you want to make more money as a sales rep, Guess what? You better find creative ways to fill your pipeline. That's the only answer. And if you're unhappy in your current position, and this applies to anyone, it's also your responsibility to make that change. No one's going to go get you a new job or start a new career for you. That has to be something that you decide. You have to make that choice. You have to take that action. And sometimes, to be frank, it's hard as hell. But it's the better option because if you don't choose and bet on yourself, what do you have? A space full of complaining, blaming, and no action. You get the point. So why is personal responsibility so important? For me... First and foremost, it gives us a sense of control over our lives. And we all want to feel like we're in control of our own destiny, our own world, right? When we take responsibility for our choices, we're more likely to make decisions that align with our core values and then our goals. Now, if you don't have core values or you don't know what your core values are and you have no goals, then that's a time for a completely different conversation. And I'd be more than happy to sit down with you. But I'm assuming that you know what your core values are and you know what your goals are. We're more likely to take action to create the life that we want instead of waiting for life to happen to us. Okay, remember, life happens for us. It doesn't happen to us. But that's a decision. That is an idea that we embrace which will align those decisions to our core values and to our goals. Secondly, personal responsibility helps us develop resilience. Now, if anyone knows anything about resilience, I would have to say that I understand it. 
I have been pushed down. I have fallen flat on my face. I have failed. I have found myself in the black hole in many times in my life, some of which you've already heard about, and I have crawled my way back out because I've taken ownership of my part in whatever that situation is. There are some things in life that we can not control. I've said this probably a hundred times since I started this podcast already today, but that doesn't mean that the things that have happened to us or people have done to us is our fault, but we have to take responsibility of how we react to that situation and then what actions we take to move away from it. I mean, think about it. How many people do you know that are in an abusive relationship, a bad marriage, a job they loathe, you name it, conjure it up in your mind? No one asks to get beat by their husband. No one asks for a bad marriage. But you have to turn inward and look at what are you doing in that situation that's perpetuating that issue? If you're in an abusive relationship, you have to make the decision that you are worthy enough to leave. And I know that is way easier said than done, but you still have to make a choice. If you're living in a bad marriage, you have to own your part in that bad marriage. It takes two people to have a relationship. It is not your husband or your wife's fault for all of your marital problems. And if you're in a job that you absolutely loathe, the only person that can change that is you. You either change your reaction of how you show up in that job, if that's the job that you decide to keep, or you change your trajectory and you find a new job. Resilience is key because the more you go through the setbacks and the challenges, the stronger you will get with owning your own personal choices. I promise you this. And finally, I do believe that personal responsibility is very important for building healthy relationships. We already talked about that a little bit. When we take responsibility for our actions, we are more likely to be trustworthy, honest, respectful towards others. We also avoid playing that victim or blaming game that we often see others play that really perpetuates the problem and it creates unnecessary conflict and strain on our relationships. And I understand this. Believe me, I do. There was definitely a time, and I'm going to get super personal with you for a second. There's definitely a time where I blamed my husband for all of our marital woes, all of them. And listen, I know that makes me look like a total ass. And the truth is, I was being an ass. I really wasn't looking at myself. And until I was able to look at myself in the mirror and recognize that I was the problem, or at least the bigger part of the problem, that things actually started to shift. And in that moment, I knew that, listen, if I want my marriage to survive, it's not about changing him. It's about changing myself. I have to show up differently. I have to be the better wife. I have to do better. And here's the reality. The most beautiful part of this is when you show up differently, the other person does too. It's automatic, typically. Try it. If you show up in a situation or in a conversation with someone that typically creates stress 
or strife where you disagree and you make the conscious effort to change the way you react, that person will react differently to you. You have the ability to offset that conflict. It's so different in a relationship. It's harder because you're, there's a lot of emotional attachment there, but it's possible. And I am living proof of that. I'm not saying that my marriage is full of rainbows and roses. Of course not. Uh, we still fight. We still disagree. But I know when things feel rough and when our relationship isn't going the way that I want it to go, I know that it's time to look at myself and the way I'm showing up. And it usually is 100% has to do with my actions or lack of actions, my reactions, and then my mindset around my relationship. So let's talk about how we can take personal responsibility because I'm often asked, like, you own your mistakes. You always show up and change the way you show up if something isn't working. So how do you do it? And listen, again, I am not by any means an expert or a guru in personal responsibility. I've just had a lot of practice owning what I do, how I behave, and the way I show up with the mindset I have each and every day. This is a skill that absolutely can be developed and learned with practice, right? So here are my tips for enhancing your personal responsibility. My first tip is recognize that you have choices. So what do I mean by that? Start by acknowledging that you have a choice in every single situation that you face in any given day. Even if it doesn't feel that way. Because when you know and you can recognize that you have a choice, it absolutely empowers you to take control of your life. Try it. Try it on. You have a choice in every situation you're in. Do not allow yourself to play the victim. The second tip I have is be accountable. Being accountable to ourselves for some reason is so difficult for so many of us. But once you start to take ownership of your actions and decisions, then you stop making excuses for your problems. And what you end up doing is you actually start focusing on solutions and you start focusing on learning from those decisions. Listen, failure or making the wrong decision isn't necessarily a failure. And sometimes that is the only way that we can grow. Because sometimes taking an action doesn't always lead to its success. Sometimes it doesn't work out. And we may sit there and think we're a failure, but we're not. Because listen, we've taken that action. If you learn from that mistake, I call that a win. My third tip is to learn from those mistakes. I've already just talked about that. I know this to be true because I was notorious at beating myself up over my mistakes. And, and I still do that sometimes. I'm human. But when I can turn it and recognize, hey, listen, this is an opportunity for me to grow and keep learning. Then I realize that I move forward. There was a time in my life where I was in financial ruin. Ruin. I had probably two nickels to, you know, to scrape together at the end of the day. And I, I'm not going to go into the story behind it, but what I can tell you is that I had to figure out a way to pull myself out of that black hole. I had a kid, uh, my marriage was struggling, and 
I was in a dark place. And yeah, did I have a pity party for myself? Hands down, absolutely, yes, I did. And I took the advice from my father who always had said, put a time limit on it. Go ahead, have a pity party for yourself. But then you need to pull your big girl pants up and you need to get moving. And that's exactly what I did. And how I overcame that was one step at a time. And the other way that I often react to situations like that is I give back. Because what I learned from that experience is that there are so many more people in the world that have it so much worse than we do. And it puts things in perspective. And it takes you out of the headspace of lack and feeling like you're never gonna fix this. And then you move forward in a positive way where you're feeling encouraged and you see your efforts. And then all of a sudden, it just starts to fall in place one baby step at a time. And then the last step, obviously, is to take action, right? It's just to take action. Once you really understand that you have choices and you take ownership of your actions, take the action. If you don't like the life that you're living, change it. Take an action. And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I'm not saying that changing your mindset is going to be, you know, this new way of living for you that immediately sets in and it just starts to work. No, I'm not saying that. But making changes to your habits, one small baby step at a time, seeking help from others, asking for support or pursuing new opportunities can only lead you to better places. So let's be honest with yourself. Where are you on a scale of one to 10? One being playing the blame game on the regular and 10 being you are the personal responsibility guru. There's no judgment here. The best part is you can grow from here regardless of where you are. That's the beauty of personal growth. So let's go get it. I just want you to know I'm here with you every step of the way. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time. There you have it. That's it for this week's episode of Love Your Naked Ass. Thank you for being here with me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. If you love this podcast, hit subscribe, tap to rate, or drop a review. Be sure to follow me over on Instagram at Kimberly Riggins and join my free Facebook group, the Love Your Naked Ass Society. Again, this is Kimberly Riggins signing off, wishing you peace, love, wine, and of course, an abundance of dark chocolate. I'll see you next time.